Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Better Relationships, Better Life, where relationships expert Judy K. Herman and her guests share insights that can help you move through conflicts in your 9-to-5 jobs and your 24-7 lives. Crack the clarity code and create deeper connections beyond the messiness of relationships. Here's your host, Judy K. Herman. A lot of what we discuss on this podcast is relevant to workplace relationships and your professional life. You can build a more cohesive organization where people feel heard and respected. As a speaker and executive coach, I support organizations and leaders. Do get in touch with me about how I can help your company with communication and relationships. Just go to judyspeaker.com. Today's conversation is perfect timing following the two previous episodes about breaking free from secrecy and shame. Dr. Debbie Silber will help you get clear and move forward in the five stages from betrayal to post-betrayal transformation. Let's tune in. Welcome to Better Relationships, Better Life. My name is Judy K. Herman. I have a special guest today. Our topic is going to be one, we're going to be talking about betrayal. And my guest is Dr. Debbie Silber. She is the founder of the PBT Institute, which stands for Post-Betrayal Transformation. And it's a holistic, she's a holistic psychologist, a health mindset and personal development expert, and the author of Trust Again, and is a two-time number one internationally best-selling author of Un- The Unshakable Woman, and from Hardened to Healed, The Effortless Path to Release Resistance, Get Unstuck, and Create a Life You Love. And her recent PhD study on how we experience betrayal made three groundbreaking discoveries that changes how long it takes to heal. In addition to being on Fox, CBS, the Dr. Oz show, TEDx twice and more, she's an award-winning speaker and coach dedicating to helping people move past their betrayals, as well as any other blocks preventing them from the health, work, relationships, confidence, and happiness that they want most. So first of all, Dr. Silber, thank you so much. I am so honored that you are our guest today. Uh, thank you so much. Please call me Debbie. Great oh, to thank be here. you. Thank you. And I, you have so much to share. I've heard your TED Talks and your podcasts, and there is so much that you're doing. So share with us your journey and, and what we need to know about betrayal. There's a whole lot of misunderstanding about this. Yeah, sure. Well, it's actually my 30th year in business. And as life would morph and change, so would business. I started in health and then mindset and then personal development, had a really painful betrayal from my family, Uh, thought I did what I needed to do to heal from that. And then it happened again a few years later, this time my husband, Mm. anybody who's been through it, you're Mm. shocked, blindsided, devastated life as you've known it, you know, is no longer. So I got him out of the house and, and looked at the two experiences thinking, okay, well, what's common to these two, of course me, but what else? 
And I realized, you know, boundaries were always getting crossed. I never took my needs seriously. And I'm one of those believers in if nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm -hmm. So here I was four kids, six dogs, a thriving business. And I'm like, I'm going back for a PhD. I didn't even Wow. Oh my gosh. I I got to hold this because you and I are soul sisters in that way. I've had four kids too. And I've experienced, but but how did you like, this is amazing because when I was at a point where, okay, what am I going to do? How, and how can, and how did you do this with four kids and how many dogs? And six of them and a full-time business, but it was, I felt so drawn to this. I mean, seriously, I didn't know how I was going to pay for it, how I was going to manage it, but I just knew I had to do this. And, and so I, I, I did. And then I, it was time to do a study. So I studied betrayal. What Mm. holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? That study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed my health, my business, my family, my life. That is amazing. Three groundbreaking. I'm so curious now what those three are. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Originally, I was studying betrayal and post-traumatic growth. And for those who aren't familiar, post-traumatic growth is, if you can imagine, kind of an upside of of trauma, how that that crisis, death of a loved one, disease, natural Mm. disaster, whatever it is, leaves you with a new awareness, insight, perspective that you didn't have before. Maybe you lose someone you love, you realize life is short, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I had been through death of a loved one. I'd actually been through disease too. And I was like, no, betrayal feels very different for me. I didn't Mm -hmm. want to assume it was the same for all my study participants. So I asked them, if you've been through other crises besides betrayal, is it different for you too? Hands down unanimously, they said, oh my gosh, it's so different. And here's why. Because it feels so intentional, Mm. we take it so personally. Mm. So the entire self is shattered. Rejection, abandonment, belonging, confidence, worthiness, trust, they're all shattered. So this type of healing needed its own name, which Mm. is now called post-betrayal transformation, PBT. Because it's not just, not only are you rebuilding your life, you're rebuilding the self. So mm-hmm. PBT, post-betrayal transformation is the complete and total rebuild of your life and yourself after an experience with betrayal. So that was the first discovery of how different of a crisis it is. And I'm not saying which is better, which is worse, they all stink. But what right. I'm saying is the nature of betrayal and how intentional it feels, uh, that's where that post-betrayal transformation you know, is that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Want me to get to the second one? Well, let, yeah, I, I want to hold this for a moment because sure. it does sound like, like, you know, people might slap a, a diagnosis, I guess, you know, with a diagnostic and statistical manual, you just put PTSD on it, right? Is it, is so, so is it how different it's the intensity of it? Um, yeah, I don't it know is- if you can speak to those differences and maybe you don't need to, but I'm, that was something that kind of came yeah. up to me. What I would say is, PTSD symptoms are very common in a betrayal experience. Mm -hmm. It is very, we think PTSD is reserved for like the war vet, you know, they hear a car backfire and they're reminded of, of that time in war. No, it's, it's someone who's been betrayed can be triggered. A trigger can happen and their body will react and respond as if it's D-Day discovery day all over again. So absolutely common to betrayal. Uh, but post-betrayal transformation is that, you know, rebuild of all of it, but PTSD symptoms, very common when you're being betrayed, when you've been betrayed. Thank you. That's, that's uh, very helpful. But the, the P, um, post-betrayal transformation, that's, mm-hmm. that's the focus on a, a new life. Oh yeah. The transformation piece of it. 
you are absolutely betrayal lends itself to creating an entirely new identity. You, mm. you take the parts of, about you that you love, you leave behind what no longer serves, and you create a version of yourself that never would have shown up had that experience not happened. Wow. That's what a trauma will serve. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm That's ready for number two. Yeah. Because yeah. So, so I think what I'm saying or hearing is that this number one post-traumatic betrayal is very different than other types of post-betrayal. So, post so the, the experience of betrayal is very different, a very different type of crisis than other types of traumas because of how intentional it is. Gotcha. Like, think about it. If you lose someone you love, you grieve, you're sad, you mourn the loss, but mm -hmm. you don't necessarily think you're crazy. Right. You, don't, you know, you don't lose trust in everyone and everything. You see, right. it's very different. You don't take it personally. Uh, betrayal is very, feels very intentional. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for number two. Sure. So the second discovery was that there's actually a collection of symptoms, physical, mental, and emotional, so common to betrayal. It's now known as post-betrayal syndrome. Mm. And, and we've had about 60,000 people um, take our post-betrayal syndrome quiz on our site to see to what extent they're struggling. And a few things about that. The first thing is we've all been taught time heals all wounds. Mm. I have the proof when it comes to betrayal, that's simply not true. Mm. Uh, there's a question on the quiz that says, is there anything else you'd like to share? And people write things like my betrayal happened 35 years ago. I'm unwilling to trust again. My betrayal mm. happened 15 years ago. I feel gutted. So we know that time does not heal it. And in fact, we can spot an unhealed betrayal a mile away. But every so often, I pull the stats from the quiz just to see where people land. Would you want me to share those? Yeah, I, I do have a, a quick question. Like, yeah, how sure. is it that we have bought into time heals all? Is it because that we just like integrated into our psyches and we believe that it does, but yet it gets us out of our lives. Uh, how do, how do we even think that time heals all the distance? Well, I mean, and, yeah. It softens it, but, but the, the, the nature of betrayal is unless and until we learn those profound lessons that betrayal was there to teach. We mm. will keep having opportunities in the form of people to teach us. Now, I'm not suggesting at all that the betrayal was our fault, but it is our opportunity. Like for me, you know, here it was, uh, boundaries are getting crossed. I never took my needs seriously with the first mm -hmm. trail. Right. And then the second time I was like, Oh no, 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 that's it. And so for me enrolling in that PhD program was the first thing I'd ever done for myself. And it was huge, but then wow. again, look, it changed my life. So oh, wow. that's the idea. And, and time, uh, time doesn't, doesn't heal these things. And when I share some of the symptoms, um, you'll see how some of these things linger and that'll bring me to the third. Yes. Do share. Do share. Sure. Thank you. So now imagine 60,000 people, men, women, uh, every age group is represented just about every country. 78% mm. constantly revisit their experience. 81% feel a wow. loss of personal power. 80% mm. are hypervigilant. 94% deal with painful triggers. Mm. These are the most common physical symptoms, ready? 71% have low energy, 68% have sleep issues, 63% have extreme fatigue. You wake up, you're exhausted. That's how you know mm. your adrenals have tanked. 47% have weight changes. So in the beginning, you can't hold food down. Later on, you use food for comfort. 
45% have a digestive issue, anything from Crohn's, IBS, diverticulitis, constipation, diarrhea, you name it. The most common mental symptoms, 78% are overwhelmed. 70% are walking around in a state of disbelief. 68% are unable to focus. 64% are in shock and 62% can't concentrate. So imagine mm. you can't concentrate. You're exhausted. You have a gut issue. You still have to show up at work every day. You wow. still have to raise your kids. That's not even the emotional issues, ready? Emotionally, 88% experience extreme sadness. 83% are very angry. 80, and, the, and you bounce back and forth between those two emotions. 82% feel hurt, 80% have anxiety, 79% are stressed, just a few more. This mm. is why I wrote the book, Trust Again. 84% mm. have an inability to trust. 67% prevent themselves from forming deep relationships because they're afraid of being hurt again. 82% find it hard to move forward. 90% want to move forward, but they don't know how. <clears throat> that is like that is phenomenal. This research you've done, Debbie, I'm, I'm amazed at like 60,000 participants. This is what you've gotten, not just with a certain demographic, but from well, all this over. Wasn't, this, this wasn't even the actual study. This is what the research we've gotten since. And, wow. and here's, this is the craziest thing. And you heard those numbers. There was no 20%, 30%. No. Mm -hmm. What's even crazier about this to me is the numbers I just shared with you Mm -hmm. and be from a betrayal that happened decades ago. Wow. Wow. That, uh, that, that's just, that blows my mind. Really? Right. So, it think, does. Right. so think about it here. You are spending, let's say 10, 20, 30, 40 plus years with a gut issue mm. with, with anxiety, with weight issues, right. With, with an inability to trust all of this from something that happened decades ago that that's, it's like we're it's like i don't know when people come to counseling or they go to their doctor and get on medication or whatever I, i'm i'm thinking the analogy they're just putting a band-aid on a wound basically if they're not getting to this root well that yeah and that was actually one of the reasons why we created our certification program because let's say you go to the most well-meaning gut doctor but if they're not highly skilled in betrayal they're only hacking away at the leaves like a 45 percent of everybody who's been betrayed has a gut issue right so that wow. gut expert is only is only taking them so far but mm. when they truly understand what betrayal does then think about how deeper how much deeper of a of a, a transformation they can have with their clients or patients wow. that's the whole idea yeah so that, that was the second discovery that is amazing so yeah, I'm ready for number three. And, right. and I'm, I'm waiting for this to be in the diagnostic and statistical manual. Is that going to come out in the next version of it? You know, I'm, I just <laughs> want to get, I just want to get the message up. Yeah, so yeah. so this, this for me was the most exciting of the three discoveries. And what we learned was while we can stay stuck for years, decades, a lifetime, and so many people do, mm. if we're going to fully heal and by fully heal, I mean, symptoms of post-betrayal syndrome, where you start to that whole healed space of post-betrayal transformation, you're going to go through five now proven predictable stages. Wow. And what's even more exciting about that is we know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at each of those stages. And we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. Healing is entirely predictable. That is, that's profound, Debbie. 
Do you want to know the five stages? I I do want to know the five stages. You've got me on the edge of my seat here because (laughs) this is giving some hope for people. I'm imagining even as I hear about betrayal and the description of it and what it's doing to them, Mm -hmm. I'm imagining a lot of people might be listening to this or watching this and just feeling this gut punch. Oh my gosh. Like, or, or, or connecting these dots. Yeah. So yes, you're giving some, you've got, you've got some, you can connect these dots toward healing if it's so predictable. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Oh my every, goodness. every symptom um, I read about the post-betrayal syndrome, that's if you're in stages two and stage three. So, so as I go through the stages, just try to get a sense, everybody watching, listening, which stage are you in? If you have, okay. an experience, or even think you have an experience with shattered trust from the bully on the playground, when you were a little kid, anything, just have an open mind and, and see if it's bringing up something for you. You know what? I, I got to hold something too, Debbie, that you said, it's almost like if you're a human being, you've, you've experienced some level yeah. of betrayal in some form way, shape or form. I mean, yeah. would, is that, is that more of a universal thing? It, it's very unlikely. Someone hasn't experienced your best friend sharing your secret, your coworker taking credit for your idea, you know, um, someone in a position of authority, taking advantage of you in some mm. way, mm. Uh, or of course, as a child and your parent does something awful. So there are so many faces. So, wow. many faces. yeah. So okay. I'll, so yes. the five stages. So yes. the first is like, and it's, this is what trust again has the five stages. It's what we teach within the PBT Institute. It's what our coaches are all certified in, but this is just like a distilled version. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine four legs of a table, mm-hmm. the four legs being physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with everybody, me too, was this real heavy lean on the physical and the mental thinking and doing, mm-hmm. and not really prioritizing the, um, the emotional and the spiritual feeling and being. Mm. So now if the table just has two legs, easy for that table to topple over. And that's mm. stage two, by far the scariest of all of the stages. And this is shock, trauma, D-Day, discovery day. And it's the breakdown of the body, the mind and the worldview. Mm. So right here, you've ignited the stress response. You're headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in a complete and total state of chaos and overwhelm. You Mm. cannot wrap your mind around what you just learned. This Mm. makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And your worldview has just been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model. It's the rules that prevent chaos and govern you. Don't go there. Trust this person. This is how life works. And in one moment or series of moments, everything you've known is no longer every rule. Uh, the bottom has bottomed out and a new bottom hasn't been formed. So it's terrifying. Mm. But think about it. If the bottom were to bottom out on you, what would you do? You'd grab hold of whatever you could to stay mm-hmm. safe and yeah. stay alive. Yeah. And that, that's stage three. Survival instincts emerge. It's the most mm. practical out of all of the stages. If you can't help me, get out of my way. How do I survive this experience? Where do I go? Who can I trust? How do I feed my kids? Here's the trap though. By far, hands down, stage three is the place most people get stuck. And here's why. Mm. Once you've figured out how to survive your experience, because it feels so much better than the shock and trauma of where you just came from, Mm -hmm. we're like, okay, and we think it's good. And because we don't know there's a stage four or five, transformation doesn't even begin until stage four, but because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, Mm -hmm. we start Mm -hmm. planting roots here. We're not supposed Ah. to, but we don't know that. And then four things happen. 
the first thing is we start getting all these small self benefits. We get to be right. Mm-hmm. We get our story. Mm-hmm. We get sympathy from everybody we tell our story to. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a target for our, for our anger. Now yeah. this is all in this is all in stage three. You're describing this is stage three. Yep. Okay. This is all- gotcha. Gotcha. So so picture. You know, anybody watching, listening, if you are receiving any of these benefits. You don't have to do the hard work of learning to trust again. Do I trust mm. you? Can I trust you? I forget it. I'm not trusting anybody. It's easier that way, right? Mm. So we start planting roots here. We're not supposed to, but we don't know. Now, because we're here longer than we should, the mind starts doing things like, well, maybe you're not all that great. Mm. You know, maybe you deserved it. Maybe this, maybe that. So we plant deeper roots. We're not supposed to, but we don't know. Yeah. Now, because this is how you feel, and this is the energy around you. This is what you're putting out. Well, like energy attracts like energy. Mm-hmm. So now you're calling situations and circumstances and relationships towards you to confirm, yep, this is where you belong. The mm. misery loves company crowd. They come around now too. It gets worse, but I'll get you out of here. Because it feels so bad, but we don't know there's anywhere else to go. Right here, we resign ourselves. We're like, you know what? This stinks, but I better find a way to be okay with it. So here's where we start using food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, whatever it is, to numb, avoid, and distract ourselves from what's so painful to feel or face. So think about it. We do it for a day, Mm -hmm. a week, a month. Now it's a habit, a year. Yeah, it becomes ingrained in that character, doesn't it? Exactly. That's uh-huh. it. So I can see someone 20 years out and say that emotional eating you're doing, that drinking, numbing in front of the TV. Do you think that has anything to do with your betrayal? They would look at me like I'm crazy. Mm. This happened 20 years ago. Mm. You see, all they did was put themselves in stage three and stay there. Yeah. Does that make sense? It, yes, my goodness. It seems like that's where the, people, they, they plateau or they, they live in this very small place mm-hmm. and, and don't even have a vision for growth. As you're speaking, I think what resonates with me, Debbie, is what I've written in my own book, Beyond Messy Relationships, and, and the subtitle being Divine Invitations to Your Authentic Self. It's like when these betrayals happen you, or you experience this level of, of betrayal or any level of betrayal, it's actually it's an, it is an opportunity or it's an invitation to live a bigger life, grow beyond it. What is the lesson here? That's what I, that's what I'm hearing. And some, some folks do just stay and live very small, but I'm thinking too, family systems wise and things that are passed down to us and what's been modeled to us. uh, I don't want to get us too off track because I want to get to all five stages here. Um, I'm just wondering how, how that even Uh, relates with, with people getting stuck and building roots that likely have already been like modeled to them. Yeah. Well, that's what they know. It's not that it's good. It's that it's so familiar. That's why someone will go, you know, into these toxic relationships or go from one abusive relationship to the next. Not that it's good. It's just so familiar. It's like, okay. And and it's, and it's all their fault. (laughs) It's like, nobody's not taking responsibility. I mean, but yeah. It's all about the energy that you're actually putting off, right? To attract that. And that's the energy of stage three. That's that Ah. I'm surviving and that's as good as it gets. I Mm. mean, I saw this so much that from hardened to healed, you know, my my newest book is only for stage three because I was like, trust again maps out all five stages, but everybody's landing in stage three. And I'm looking at it saying, you've been through the worst of it already. Why in the world 
would you stop at survival? Transformation is waiting for you. Mm. It's actually the seed of transformation. Transformation has been planted. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like you don't have to stay there. here. It's like, this is the launch launch pad for, for going, exactly. for moving out. Yeah. Exactly. Tell, us, tell us more about the stages, the fourth stage. Sure. Like, what so, would be absolutely necessary for, to go from stage three to four? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If you're willing, willingness is a huge word here. You're mm. willing to grieve more than the loss, a bunch of things you need to do. You, you can move to stage four. Stage four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. Mm. So here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo my experience, but I control what I do with it. Mm. Just in that mental decision, you started turning down the stress response. You're not healing just yet, but you stopped the massive damage that's been created in stages two and stage three. Mm. The mind start. No, here's the other thing too. When you're um, when you're in stage four, moving into stage four, I use the example of like if you've ever moved to a new house, office, condo, apartment, whatever. Mm-hmm. All your stuff's not there. It's not quite cozy yet, but you have this sense that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's the energy. It's unfamiliar, but this could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But what's familiar, what's so interesting about stage four, I think also is if you were to move, you don't take everything with you. You don't take the things that don't represent who you want to be in that new space. And what I found was if your friends weren't there for you, right here is where you've outgrown them. You don't take them from stage three to stage four. And people send me all the time, what the heck? I've had these friends 10, 20, 30 years. Is it me? Yes, it is. You're undergoing a transformation. Yeah. And if they don't rise, they don't come. You don't have the head for it anymore. Yeah. You're being more discerning about what you want included in this new lifestyle that you're creating. So that's stage four. Once you're kind of feeling comfortable in this space, you're making it cozy. You're making it mentally home. You move into the fifth most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. Mm. The body starts to heal. Self-love, self-care, eating well, exercising, things like that. You didn't have the bandwidth for that earlier. You were surviving. Now you do. Your mind is healing. You're making Mm. new rules, new boundaries, you know, based on the road you just traveled. And you have a new worldview based on everything you see so clearly now. And the four legs of the table, in the beginning, it was all about the physical and the mental. By this point, we're solidly grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages. Wow. So so the fourth stage is the willingness to grieve and grieve thoroughly. And, 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 sure. and like say, say goodbye to that old life. And, and then the fourth stage being that living a, a new a new life a new worldview a new way of being and to me that's like that's huge it's like you're probably changing your family tree to do that such a thing you're changing everything here and and here that's why it's so easy to see that 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 shift from stage three to stage four, where you'd outgrow your friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're changing so much. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. the this is the caterpillar going into the cocoon and coming out the butterfly right here. But think about what goes on. That caterpillar is willing to be emulsified, deconstructed, unrecognizable, you know, from anything it once was. Only because it went through that process does it get to be the butterfly. So wow. I'm not going to lie and say it's a it's a real easy, simple process. No, it's not but it is the most transformative thing you'll ever do. And transformation, that is an invitation for us as human beings, I believe, mm-hmm. like to grow and to grow up. So yeah. I'm curious about your five stages. Do they, 
um, like you do this once, I'm thinking other betrayals happen. Is, is this something that you cycle through these five stages versus just getting through betrayals from how many ever years ago? Yeah. You, you know, the way it works is the order doesn't change. You don't skip any stages uh, mm-hmm. and you move through it. It's not this, this easy, simple, like beautiful linear sort of, no, it's like this, you know, you're moving forward, but it's not, you know, you're, you're going back a little moving forward, going back, but then you are, you're actually outgrowing one stage as you go, grow into the next. Now, what usually happens is when you're in, when you really move through and you're in stage five, you simply don't attract the people mm. you would have attracted before you did the work. Ah, that yeah. so you really have a better life, don't you? Yeah. And you're surrounding yourself with what Les Brown calls OQPs, only quality people. And, yeah. uh, and then you have that kind of energy. So your life goes so much better, doesn't it? It's so much better because you're, you're just resonating at a very different level. You're not, you, you don't attract that, that type of person. And it's, it is, it's a, it's a very different life, but here's what I'm going to show you something. You'll never forget this, right? Can you see my hands? Uh Okay. Uh So most people after they've been betrayed, they're devastated, they're heartbroken, and they're so sad. They just want Mm -hmm. that feeling to go away. So they want that person back or someone new right Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. The absolute worst thing to do is to do that. Now, here's what happens. If this person who's been betrayed is so committed to the betrayer, right? Uh What happens is they start doing the work, but then they'll keep sabotaging themselves Mm. because they don't want to outgrow them. Mm. See Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. They like it here though. So then they get frustrated. They're like, well, why can't they do this? Well, because they're not ready. Right. So what happens is if you're so committed to being here, but you're so committed to this person, you get this. You wow. see? Yeah, that's, like, a, that's a pretty good illustration there with how you're doing your hands. And for those that aren't watching and are just listening. So we've got this uh, lopsided uh, yeah. trying, to, trying to connect, whereas you were trying to parallel first, but then lopsided and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. So here's what happens. Your job is to be so committed to doing this. Mm-hmm. And then what? here are a few scenarios this, you can both go your own ways, right? Uh-huh. This person can say, I better step up my game mm-hmm, to meet the mm-hmm. strength of this person on their own, having nothing to do with you. They can do this, but at the very least, this will show up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're relating to in on a different level. That's it. And, and so here's the thing. Rebuilding is always a choice, whether you rebuild mm-hmm. yourself and move on. That's what I did with my family. It wasn't an option to rebuild with them. Mm. Or if the situation lends itself, if you're willing, if you want to, you you rebuild something entirely from the ground up new with mm. the person who hurt you. And that's what I did with my husband. So it was two completely transformed people. Uh, not long ago, we married each other again. Well, I, I'm so curious about this on your personal yeah. life, because here you've got, you have four kids you're raising mm-hmm. and, and I don't know how, you know, what stage of your marriage in which you had betrayal, but here you are like remarried to yeah. your, so how did that even happen? Like you have, to, I I'm so curious. Can you give us a taste of, of course, yeah, it, because you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So now it, just to set the scene here, I'm a highly sensitive empath. Mm, integrity mm-hmm. is my highest value. Mm. So something like betrayal, it's like, it couldn't get worse for mm. someone like me. It's bad mm. for everybody, but right. someone who feels things so deeply and who, you, who has integrity as their most important thing, mm. can you imagine how it was de- absolutely devastating? So, so that was the deal breaker. Mm. You know, that mm-hmm. was it. And that's why you know, he was out of the house and I was like, okay, here I am now, single mom, four kids, six dogs, this business, and now a PhD program. I better figure out 
how to just get, get it together. Wow. And, and I just, in the beginning, it was really just to get through the day. But mm-hmm. I remember there was a moment, and this is when I started this study. And keep in mind, I was the, I was my own case study because everything I was learning, I was just doing and it was mm-hmm. working. Wow. And everything that was, you know, the study said doesn't work. I was like, okay, I'm not doing that. Let me try this. And, and I just remember that one day where I said, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but if I can heal, I'm taking everybody with me. It was wow. just, a, it was just a knowing. It was a gift for you to decide to heal, wasn't it? Because, you know, whether you take anybody with you or not, they're going to want what you have. Is that well, what your experience was or like, no, because otherwise I, you, I don't know. I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, because think about it. It's like, I had every reason to stay stuck. The most, all the, the important people in my life all betrayed me. I had a very powerful story. And if I told it to anybody, I would have gotten lots of sympathy, but mm-hmm. it's like, that, that's all you get. You know, mm-hmm, at the end of the mm-hmm, day, it's like, mm-hmm. that's it, you know, yeah. so, and like, I, what and, a jerk that person was, how could they possibly, da, 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 right. <laughs> that doesn't do any good. <laughs> and what does that do? And, and, and I realized, you know, I can say, stay sick and sad and stuck and be the, the poster child for betrayal. Mm-hmm. But if I can do something with this, what if I can, and then what if it helps a lot of people? I, wow. It was just, that was the motivation. And I knew my kids were watching me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I'll never tell a parent what to do with their own kids, but actually my husband was the one who told them. And um, I think for him, that's why he transformed to the level that he did. Because when you have your four kids looking at you, mm. like you did what to mom? Mm. Were they, were they adolescents at this point? Were they, they in were all teenagers. different stages? Mm-hmm. Teenagers. teenagers. Ooh, that's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I think but he chose he, to do that. He chose to tell. Well, he was, he was ready to just, you know, see, here's the thing too. Betrayal will show you who someone truly is. Mm. It also has the potential to wake them up to who they temporarily became. Wow. You never know. You Uh you never know what's going to, what you're going to see, but when it wakes them up to who they temporarily became, you still don't have to have any interest at all in, in reconciliation or rebuilding. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't my intention. My intention was I'm going to heal. And that's the end of it. Mm But when someone is, you know, so uh, just takes their transformation so seriously, mm. um, it, there's an opportunity again, not anything you, you need to do, but something, you know, if it's, if you are called to, mm-hmm. there's the, the potential there. Wow. But wow. here's what I see. Also, I see so many people so afraid of that complete and utter death and dest- destruction of the old, but that's the only way you can birth the new. That. That is so true. And, and even in, I have, uh, I'm a Christian myself, and just this idea of the death and the mm-hmm. resurrection really should be our human journey. You know, there is, and, and it's all around us, isn't it? I mean, in nature, <laughs> we have the fall season, things die and things renew. And I think that's what an invitation that is. That's so true. So, so did your so you got your PhD, you, you got a divorce from your husband at that point? No, we then? separated. Okay, just separated. And then you reunited through no, all we, this we got We mar- got married again. No, it was new rings, new vows, new dress, and our four kids, kids as our bridal party. That is amazing. So did you yourselves go through counseling, like couples counseling together? No, no, no. no. It was, this was the kind of thing where I was, I did the work on my own. He did the work on his own. And we came back together as two totally transformed people. 
Wow. And what I see, and I, you know, counseling can be wonderful. Uh If that counselor isn't highly skilled in how to move someone through betrayal, I've seen it do way more harm than good. Mm. We have so many people coming into the PBT Institute with therapy trauma Mm. uh, and it's real. And we also, they also come in if they're not, um, let's say they're in a support group, for example, Mm -hmm. but and they, they want to feel connected to a group or to somebody and now hear their healing, they'll actually sabotage their healing because they don't want to outgrow their group. So wow. the right type of support can make or break all of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, I've got one question about like, speak to the person, let's say mm-hmm. an individual, maybe it's a male or female, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but they just feel this gut punch as they yeah. hear this episode. What advice would you give that person? I I know that feeling. Mm. It's, it's a pain like no other. I had uh, one study participant saying, you know what it feels like? It feels like every negative emotion you can imagine getting punched in the gut and losing a child in a crowd at the same time. Wow. It's Mm. awful. Mm -hmm. But, but what I would say is I didn't do anything anybody else couldn't do. I just, that feeling was so bad that I just, um, I was determined to find a way through it. And now there's a roadmap. Mm. And, and that person, you have what it takes to, to do that. So tell folks how that, how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. The best thing to do is, I mean, find out what stage you're in uh, out of the five stages. And you mm. can just do that by taking the healed or hardened quiz, just go to healed or hardened quiz.com. I love it that you have those resources so available. And this has been remarkable. Dr. Silver, you're an amazing woman. I just so appreciate the work you're doing in this world and what valuable content you've given us today and and just your whole program and what you've written about, what you've dedicated your life to do. You've shown and told it and, and written about it. And then you provide training. That's it's beautiful. Thank you for, for providing this healing journey uh, transformation. It really is transformation, isn't it? it is. And it's mm-hmm. not, it's not just me. We have our certified coaches teaching daily classes. We have the most incredible community there. That's there to lift and inspire self-paced programs. It's just everything under one roof at the PBT Institute. Love Thanks. what you're doing. Love what you're doing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Wow, I resonated so much with this conversation, along with Debbie's research. In fact, I've experienced and seen those five stages within the four walls of my counseling practice, stories from leaders and how it affects their families and organizations. Here's my takeaways. Number one, although post-betrayal syndrome is similar to PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, it's different because it feels so intentional. Number two, feeling betrayed is a universal human experience with psychological and physical symptoms that can last decades. And number three, the path to transformation is clear and predictable. You can have a better life with this journey that's not easy, but worth it. What stood out to you? Share your takeaways by going to betterrelationshipsbetterlife.com. Next week, You'll hear Rebecca Wong in Navigating Relationship Ecosystems with Radical Self-Awareness. Keep in mind, you're not alone, there's hope, and you're worth it. Until then, feel free to share, subscribe, rate, and comment. See you next time for Better Relationships, 
better life.